Lost Talk Radio. Leonard Fournette at running back at number two 
or going and taking a quarterback? Bleh. Picking a running back in the in the top ten. Get out of here. You take Deshaun Watson. Um, I, I'm starting to like this kid. There's a lot of butthurt Patriots fans around here laughing about the comments he made this week um, about he's chasing the goat, he's chasing Tom Brady. I love that. Right. Come in. Come in with that confidence. Come in with that goal. I don't want somebody coming in who just wants to be average. You come in and be the best. He won a national title. I think he's the only one who stands out among the four. I, I wavered on him in the past, but I just I think he's the best option with Kyle Shanahan out there. He can uh, he, he can be he, he can transform that offense. So you go to Sean Watson there. Um, and, you know, no no questions asked. So you don't think they should just uh, consider taking a defensive end at number two? I mean, like I said, a lot of very defensive end rich draft, but really at the top end. So they're not going to have an opportunity to go swing around and get another guy in the second round at this caliber. Yeah. I, I would disagree. Um, I, I I know we did this last week, but I'm really high on the Hendrickson kid. Uh, I think he's flying under the radar a lot. I think there's some, some good defensive end depth. And the reason why I go, you know, to, to show that I'm not being inconsistent, I go I don't go defensive end because I feel like their defense is too far away. When you look at the Cleveland Browns, you do have um, – you have Jimmy Collins there locked up. You have Joe Hayden. So you, you already have some pieces on defense. You bring in a, a premier pass rush, and you can start to really build the defense there. The 49ers are so far away, and when you're that far away and you don't have multiple picks in the first round, you take the best, you take the best quarterback on the board, and, and he's the only one who really stands out and flashes to me. And I think that he's a creative enough offensive mind to match uh-huh. with Kyle Shanahan's creative offensive mind that I think they could, they could be a good pairing there. Yeah, I think that'd be really exciting to see. But I honestly think that the 49ers are going to go defense here. They're either going to go defensive end, maybe take somebody like Solomon Thomas or Jonathan Allen, or they're going to go safety, maybe take someone like Jamal Adams. I just think that uh, they're going to want to build them defense, and that's where they're going to go with the second pick. But I wouldn't be surprised if they pivot and took Watson. I think that'd be very exciting to see. Let's go to the number three. That's my Bears. Sucking really bad last year. They also have tons and tons of needs. So... We all kind of thought they're going to go. That he could go. They could go in many different directions. I think they probably will go quarterback or defensive end here. But there's been talk about them taking Leonard Fournette. His name keeps popping up, and they've been talking about him also taking a high-end quarterback. What do you think about the Bears taking a quarterback for Leonard Fournette at number three instead of going defense? If I hear the name Leonard Fournette before I hear um, Dalvin Cook's name tonight. I am go- I am going to light up Twitter and I'm going to go off. So I- I'm not <laughs> going to Twitter, again. my friend. Um, <laughs> the other the other one that's driving me absolutely nuts because you just mentioned him and this is the spot in the draft where I wanted to mention him. It's Jamal yeah. Adams. If if we've had the debate the last couple years, if uh, or specifically last season, me and you, if Earl Thomas or Richard Seymour was more important, uh, not Richard Seymour, Jesus, Richard Sherman was more important to that uh, right. that Seattle defense. Not even mentioning Cam Chancellor, who is. Probably the best, if you know, uh, at least top three, if not the best, safety in the NFL. But he's a strong safety. Right. It's a passing lead. If you take Jamal Adams and you don't have the cornerback that you need addressed, you are an idiot. Um, so with that said, I went <laughs> cornerback. I know you mentioned it. So I, I uh, yeah. you know, I'm going, I'm going Marshawn Lattimore. I like his size. I like, I like the program he's right. from. Um, you know, it's been up in the Northwest, I mean, uh, the Midwest there. So um, I, I just, I think he'll be a good fit there. And I think he comes in and addresses an immediate need for the Bears. Certainly is the best fit for them. Uh, this great in Ohio State and is the best cornerback in the draft for sure. Now we go to four. I don't think there's going to be any surprises here, and I know you hate it, but all indications point towards Leonard Fournette at number four to the Jaguars. Now, if they don't go Fournette, who do you think they should take? Who do you think they should go? What, what should they go with here? 
So I'm going a little bit more boring here. I think I don't think the issue in Jacksonville uh, in the run game has been the running back. I think um, I think you know, jeez, uh, I'm drawing a blank here now. The the the, the Jet is there now. Um, anyways, I think I think he's you know a, a, a Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory yeah. had a good year two years ago. The problem in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, across that board is that offensive line, and particularly their guard play. So I went Forrest Lamp um, from Western Kentucky. He's the best guard on the board. Uh, he comes in, can help stabilize that line. And sometimes you have to go with the non-sexy pick, and you know you have tons of offensive weapons there. You're throwing a lot of money on the defensive end. So you just need to have somebody that can come in and, and kind of start to solidify that line, specifically in the running game for them, and, and to help play portals with the up-the-middle up the pressure. So uh, Forrest Lamp, right. uh, I think, is the best, the best choice for them. There's been some talk about Christian McCaffrey going before Leonard Fournette, and I know you hate running no. back altogether. But it, <laughs> so, so you're you're all out in these guys. It's Dalvin Cook or bust for you, isn't it? If anyone in the first round is drafted at running back besides Dalvin Cook, then that GM should be fired. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, number five is the Titans, and they need a wide receiver. And they're and honestly, at number five, it is just too rich for a wide receiver. I think the best thing they can do is actually trade back in the draft and give that five seed up maybe to the Browns or at 12 because if they drive if they get back to 12 then they're in a good spot to pick up a, a wide receiver uh, and so what do you think about that do you think that the Titans are likely to draft somebody at five or trade back you know I could see a trade back scenario um for me, you know, the Titans obviously in a unique position. They made the, you know, they were a pretty good team last year, um, and they had this high-end pick because of a, of a trade. Um, I, I think receiver's a big need, but I actually think there's some sneaky good depth at wide receiver. I know it's a defensively deep draft, but I also think it's fairly deep at wide receiver. Um, I think the second-tier class is good, and they can get somebody good in the second round. Um, I've, I've done some, you know, some made some picks in our mock drafts and some of our, our talks about, you know, late-round sleepers. I had some guys in there that I really like. So for them, right. considering they just let uh, McCourty walk, um, they're a little bit weak. They're definitely weak at corner, and that could, you know, for a defense that played pretty well last year, uh, I have them taking Kevin King. I, I like Marshawn Lattimore polished and right now better, but I think Kevin King right. honestly might have the the higher ceiling. And again, six foot three, two hundred pounds. You know how I feel about big, uh, I know, big I know. position players. <laughs> so Kevin, right. Kevin King's probably the guy I'm the most excited to see where he lands tonight. And if the Titans take him, I think that's a great pick. If they don't trade down um, and make it, you know, make additional moves that way. Yeah, I, I agree that they take something on defense at that point because it's just again I said it's too rich for a wide receiver. But if they can get back in the draft at twelve, I think that'd be per- perfect for them because they could probably get Mike Williams. Uh, they get their pick actually. They get Mike Williams. They can get John Ross. They can get uh, they can get Corey Davis. They can get anybody they want. And they have a pick at 18 as well. So quite frankly, if they want to just get their two wide receivers right there, they can go back to back. They can go Mike Williams, John Ross, or John Ross, Mike Williams, or Mike Williams, Corey Davis. I think that would be the best thing the Tennessee Titans could do is just go ahead and load up in that high end wide receiver range and give give your guys some some weapons. I mean, just they need some weapons out there. They really don't have anybody who are dynamic playmakers outside of Delaney Walker. Uh, so sure Matthews next, is okay. Right, right. <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that they're terrible. I, just, I think that they could really use an upgrade there. But let me, let's go ahead and go to the next trade that I think might, might actually happen. There's some talk about the Panthers trading up. Now, I know you, you're going to hate this. You're going to hate this. He's been, the Panthers have been, try, have been tied to Christian McCaffrey for a long time. And there's been talk about him sure, them trading up in order to get none other than your favorite, Leonard Fournette. 
What do you think no, about that? No, 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 no. <laughs> what was the biggest difference between the Panthers last year and the year before? And I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be upfront and I'll say that that reason too that they were bad last year was Justin Stewart couldn't stay healthy and they lost their running game. But more importantly, right. they lost to Josh Norman. If you move up, right. move up and take Kevin King. If not, sit back and take somebody in this deep, deep, deep cornerback uh, draft. So I, I'm not moving up for a running back. And again, if you're running back. If you think the running game is going to elevate you to a championship, I would say you're dead wrong because the last three years it's been Garrett Blunt. Jeez, uh, why am I forgetting his name now? The the, the kid from uh, the Denver running back, uh, 22 there. Um, uh, C.J. Anderson. Whatever his name is. C.J. Anderson. Uh, Jesus. C.J. Anderson, and then followed by Garrett Blunt. So you don't need right. a good running back to win the Super Bowl. It's been proven. So I, I, I go I go a cornerback there. Yep. All right. So let me ask you this one question because this is kind of a follow-on here. Should the Browns move up from 12 to go get Mitchell Trubisky? Is that something they should do, or do you think they should hang out at 12 and just take whatever best available quarterback to the, at, at that point? I, I hang out and I see what the quarterback market looks like. I think, aside from Deshaun Watson, I think that all, you know, the next three guys could be sitting there still at 12. And depending on how the draft's going, you might honestly be able to take another defensive player and, and push it off to the second round. I mean. We've seen over the last couple of years, you can find, you know, some quarterbacks that come out of the woodwork, and uh, you know they're doing the whole saber metric thing, and um, you know the whole money ball type deal. And, and if you're doing yep. that, then then load up on load up on defense and see what happens with the quarterback. You know, you, you take a quarterback when there's a great one. The, the drafts where it's a bad quarterback draft. Uh, you know, you know every year still people you know reach for quarterbacks. You know the the Geno Smith draft from a couple of years ago, and all those guys suck. You know, we knew they were going to suck, and people talked themselves into it, but at the end of the day, it's not worth it. So if I'm the Browns, uh, I'm playing the patient game here. you got to stop reaching like they have been. So I'm not, I'm not extending myself for a quarterback in this draft. All right. So I know you also want to talk about the possibility of the Patriots uh, making a trade. So tell us about what are your thoughts there. Yeah, so it's just an interesting thing. Um, you know, it's a, it's a theory that's been bounced around here, especially on the Felger and Maz show on uh, Comcast Sportsnet here. Um, they've kind of, you know, they kind of brought it brought it out. So this is not my own independent, you know, or original take. But um, you know, the only lull the Patriots really have ever had was 09 and 10. I, I wiped out the 08 year because Brady was hurt. But 2009, they were basically knocked out of that playoff game within five minutes um, for the Ravens. And then 2010, they were uh, good in a down uh, AFC that year and got bounced in the first round to the Jets. And the next year, they went to the Super Bowl in a down year in the AFC. So that was really their biggest lull. Um, and that followed the 07 draft where they drafted Brandon Merriweather in the first round and then didn't have a pick till the fourth round. Um, the next year's draft was a, was a Darius Butler, uh, Jonathan Wilhite crap draft. Um, so they had a couple right. bad drafts. And then so last year you, you don't have a pick and in the first round. And you take Cyrus Jones, who is a potential bust. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not done with the kid yet, but it's a potential bust. And then this year you don't have a pick till 72 or 73. Um, that's a dangerous gap two years in a row. To, to you know, to restock the younger positions um, and bring in young blood and talent. So I wouldn't be surprised if they make some kind of move to move up in the uh, into the first round here, even if it is you know uh, a trade next year's first um, and a second this year, or I mean, or their third pick, uh, their third round pick this year to move up into that into that first round to try to get somebody on day one. Very interesting. That would be very interesting to make them a sudden, make a sudden appearance in the first round. Uh, and so let me ask you this question. So the big other big question here is who's most likely to slip to the second round from the first round? Now, both Jabril Peppers 
and Gary and Conley have had issues recently. Jabril Peppers failed his drug test of a dilute sample. Gary and Conley has had accusations of uh, sexual assault levied against him, which he has uh, flatly denied. Do you think that this will impact their draft status, either Jabril Peppers or Gary and Conley? Uh, the drug testing doesn't scare me. Laramie Tunsil uh, had the, the infamous gas mask video leak out, um, you know, right. directly uh, uh, you know, a half hour before draft night, and he still made it in the first round. So, and I think Peppers is a stud. Um, the, the, you know, uh, however, the the Gary and uh, Conley, uh, the rape allegation, uh, in a really, really socially aware league um, right now, that's a really, really bad option to go take him. Um, you know, high-end talent, obviously, but I think, I honestly think he falls to middle second round, uh, particularly wow. with how deep the cornerback, with how deep the cornerback draft is, you can go get somebody else and uh, and avoid that, that, that PR nightmare and potential uh, for a guy who gets suspended or even worse, you know, serves jail time. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not worried about the, uh, the Peppers, the Jabril Peppers thing either, but I think he's going to fall a little bit. He probably fall to the end of the first round, I think. I, I think he was going probably mid-first round. I think he'll probably be the end of first round. Now, Conley, though, I, I think it'll be interesting because it is a little bit of a, uh, a character issue. And, uh, I mean, he's flatly denied, flatly denied, so it's still being investigated. But it is a little bit of a character issue. And you got to wonder if teams are going to be willing to come up with that. So I agree. I think he's going to tumble out of the first round as well. So let's turn to prop bets. This is the first time ever <laughs> that I know of, at least, and, and according to the to the uh, interweb, that's what it, that's what they are saying, that uh, Vegas has put up prop bets on the draft. So I'm going to ask you four questions that they have here, and I want you to tell us what you think. So the number one prop bet is more offensive or defensive players selected in round one. So more offensive or defensive. Right now, Vegas favors defensive players. What do you think? Yeah, I'll make this quick. I'm going, I'm going defensive players, too. It's a, it's a super deep defensive draft. Um, so I just think there's going to be a lot of defensive bodies flying off, especially when you have a bad quarterback class. Um, it makes it easier for the defensive guys to get taken up front. I totally agree. So let's go to the second question, which is how many quarterbacks will be selected in round one? The over-under is 3.5. You're going to go over the over 3.5 or under 3.5. And right now, believe it or not, Vegas is favoring over. Yeah, there's a lot of dumb GMs out there who are trying to save their save their butts by bringing in the next guy. So, I think four get taken in the first round. So you got to take the over. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the under. I think three, and I think uh, Kaiser is actually gonna. I hate to say it, but I think Kaiser will slip to the second round. I think Patrick Mahomes has a chance of getting selected at the end of the first round. Uh, I think the only two sure things are gonna be Trubisky and Watson in the first round. All right, next question. Number of running backs selected in the first round. <laughs> I know how you feel about running backs, but. The over-under the over under is three. So over three or under three. And Vegas is favoring under three. Under all day long. One, Dalvin Cook. Everybody else, see you in the second. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be exactly three. Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. And Christian McCaffrey, but I can't. But they can't select that, so I'm going to go up under three. All right, number of wide receivers selected in round one: over three or under three, and Vegas is favoring over three. Yeah, I'm, I'm pushing right at three. Um, I think I think I think the secondary market's better than the high end market in this draft. Um, I think there's three real real good guys, and I think that's uh, you know the Williams um, and. Uh, that. The, the kid out in Washington. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, so you know, I think I think it's gonna be three even, um, and I think you'll see a, a bunch fly off the board in the second and third round. So if you had to take the over or under though, because we can, we can't take three, so what are you gonna take, over or under three? You're not gonna let me uh, bench sit here. All right, fine. Yeah. If I have to pick it, I'll, I'll go. I'll go under because I think Ross and Williams are the only definite uh, definite first rounders. Okay. All right, that sounds good. I'm gonna go over just because I like to pick the opposite here. All right. So that takes us down to the last question of the day, which is, what do you think will be the biggest surprise of the first round? I mean, is there anything here that you think is going to be a big surprise in the first round? Yep, I think uh, I think Richard Sherman gets traded for a uh, for a middle round pick, and the the Seahawks move up and take a corner, um, and then they take uh, they you know or they, sorry they're going to move up, take an offensive tackle because um, there's only a few good ones, and then they're going to take a, a late round corner uh, at their other pick, and they're going to move on for Sherman. Um, you know, I, I hope it doesn't work out that way because I want Sherman to the pass, so maybe a three-way deal. But uh, at the end of the day, I think Sherman is not a Seahawk by the end of tonight. I think that I think that the Arizona Cardinals are going to go ahead and they're going to they have to pick a 13, but I think they're going to trade back into the end of the first round of the draft and take a quarterback. I think that's what they're going to do. I think they got they want to get a high-end quarterback. They want one of the they want they've been doing a lot of research on Patrick Mahomes. It's possible that they go ahead and find a way to get back into the first round if he's there at the end of the first round. So that's what I think will happen. That that I mean, who knows? <laughs> predicting a trade and predicting a pick like that is probably not going to happen. But hey, that's, that's my I think that's going to be the big surprise for tonight. All right, so we're gonna Love end it. this a little bit early. But oh, do you have any last thoughts about the uh, about the draft you want to tell our listeners? No, I'm just uh, super excited, and uh, you know, uh, I know you usually uh, set this up for me, but I'll just say it now. You know, follow me on Twitter at Ryan Whitfield NE, and uh, watch me absolutely lose my mind tonight um, when Leonard Fournette uh, gets picked. Hopefully, it's a little bit later in the first round, so I've had a couple of uh, a couple of uh, drinks in me, so I can really That's lose right. my mind over it. Um, but yeah. yeah, follow me on there tonight. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to your tweets tonight, Ryan. I'm not going to lie. I might be looking forward to them more than I'm looking forward to the draft itself. So, hey, everyone follow <laughs> us. Follow Ryan. Follow me at FB Garbage Time. We're going to be tweeting about the draft as it happens. We're going to come back to you probably this weekend, likely Saturday, to break down all the picks in the first three rounds so you can, so you can get our thoughts on that. So check back in real soon. And until then, enjoy the 2017 NFL Draft. And go Bulls. Go Celtics. (laughs) I'm about that life. Yeah.